Episode 014-2013 Legends of Tron Fantasy Football Podcast. Narf Money here with you. I'm joined by League Commissioner Anton to talk about all the rules, all the settings, all the changes taking effect for your 2013 fantasy football season. It's the first podcast of the year. It's good. Listen up. Hey, I just met you. season and i am joined by league commissioner anton how's it going good i'm since i'm doing this in my league commissioner role i'm sober for this one that that's very important for podcasting actually. it's gonna be my first sober podcast i thought the second one last year you were sober no i don't know was i all right well if you're acting since as i don't remember it i probably wasn't if you're acting as commissioner and not podcast guest, it's it's good to have all of your wits with you yeah uh, so you ready to talk about a lot of potential rule changes? I am. I'm a little disappointed at the lack of discussion over the emails. I thought, well, did, uh, were people supposed to discuss? I thought yeah, people I, were just supposed to send stuff out. I know, but I kept inviting comments. I thought people would give you know give us more to talk, more grist for the mill. Oh, interesting. Yeah, we don't we don't have a lot. We have some suggestions, but not a lot of people's opinions. So that means we'll have to give our own opinions on everything. I guess that should be fun. Uh, um, I'm always good at that. Uh, so what? What? Where do you want to start? What section should we go? Should we go through first? Um, well, let's let's just do it in the order in the order you have them. Okay, I didn't. Narf, Narf, these be, the, our listeners might not know. Narf put together uh, a very concise list of everything that's been suggested so far. I I summarize it all in shorthand, so hopefully I can remember what I meant. Um, so we'll start with the miscellaneous section. Uh, yeah. First suggestion by Yoni: Eliminate all fuckers. It's tempting. It's a really tempting. Should we just do it? No, I don't think we can do it. Uh, will the league be less fun? I think just I, you know, I, I, I'm hugely committed to to free speech, and I think that includes the right to be a fucker. So we're not even going to put this to a vote. You're just going to rule on that as commissioner? Yeah, I don't think I don't think it would be right to to have the majority rule on it. I think plus. I mean, it's always useful to have one fucker. Uh, see, here's the thing: if we eliminate whoever may be the most fucker, I agree. Clear then, as that may be, another fucker then will someone definitely emerge. Fucker. Who do you think the next fucker would be if there was no lamb chop, though? Oh, I don't know. Let me get the roster in front of me. That's a good. That's an interesting question, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, it's something I put odds on. Um, Yoni, maybe. Yoni, Yoni's got some potential, but I, I think he's 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 kind of he kind of has a heart of gold. Okay, he he could try. I think he would try. I think Yoni might be the only one who would actively campaign and take over that role, but I think he'd probably fail because so, he's just not a natural at it. So, so who do you think it would be? Oh, I don't. I don't even know. 
No, we have too many good human beings in this league. You have to pick someone. Is it maybe Fuse? You know Fuse better than I do. How much fucker potential do you think he has? Um, yeah, Fuse could do it. Uh, Vigo could probably do it also. Oh, yeah, Vigo. Um, hmm. Fuse not a bad choice. Vigo okay. could step up. He'd really have to step up, but he's probably capable. Well, anyone would have to step up because the other people in the league are good people. Right. Uh, okay, so... But anyway, we're, we're agreed that it's, it's, it's futile to, to... It's like whack-a-mole. We can eliminate the most obvious fucker. Ruling one, Lamb Chop stays in the league. Good suggestion yeah. by Yoni, though. Um, yeah. No, Yoni, I appreciate the sentiment. Item two. He, he's such a fucker. He is. Um, and I feel bad about myself for putting up all those history sections today about how he's good he is. Feeding but... the beast, man. Well, I I know, but as league media, like, I, have to, I have to be honest. I have to present the information that is given to me. Look, I know that the stats are supposedly real and objective, but... I still can't believe them. It's hard to believe them because it's unreal. He's got like a 67%. He's made the semis every year. All six seasons. He's made the final four. That's insane. You think like three years down the line, Lamb Chop's going to be having an uncomfortable press conference about performance-enhancing algorithms? Something like that. Like, God, we need to have like steroids investigation. He's doing something. It's in our future, yeah. It's, it's it's unbelievable. This, this is the year he, he crumbles, so I can feel it. Um, right. So it's so the next suggestion, buy Lamb Chop, pay league fee before the draft. That's never really going to happen, is it? Um, That's not even a rule, really, as much as like a policy. Yeah, I mean, it's tough, especially because we're going to draft early this year. But, I mean, I, I can sympathize with that because he got a little screwed. It took a long time for him to collect. Has he not gotten all his money yet? No, he has. Now he has. So he's got it before uh, the next season. That's fine. No, but here's the thing we have to remember. Chances are that this season, this will affect someone who is not Lamb Chop. Probably me. I mean, probably not you, but it's possible. Anyway, because I think that'll help take our emotion out of it, that this will be someone who is not Lamb Chop. No, that's true. I mean, if, if you want to implement that or put it to a vote, I, I mean, I don't care. I'll, I'll pay whenever. Yeah, I don't think it's really a, a vote thing. And, you know, I, I I don't love holding all that money all season either. But um, how about we say – how about we say end of the regular season? What do you think That's what that? I was just going to say too. End of the regular season, um, your money's due. And is there, like, any punishment for not getting your payment in on time? Second round pick. We're not really going to do that. Oh yeah, I was gonna. I, I that's a huge punishment. Yeah, it's it's incredibly easy to use PayPal. No, you're right. Um, can can you actually in ESPN like remove someone's second round pick though? I can, I can replace. I can basically draft a kicker in that spot and drop them or something. So you can force draft them to draft a kicker. Yeah, interesting. I think so. Yeah, I'm not sure you can really do that, but if you can, then yes. I can. I think what I can. I think at the very least what I can do is I can wait for the pick to happen and then pause the draft, replace that pick with a kicker, and then continue the draft. Okay, as long as the player they wanted to draft is still available. Because we right, don't right, want right. to just like, have a second-round pick be on waivers after the draft. Of course. Okay, done. Wow, that's gonna be, there's going to be someone that messes this up also. Yeah, maybe not this year, but at some point it's going to be drama. Uh, no. I thought, I thought it might happen this past year because someone waited... I forget who it was. Someone waited to the last minute, but it had, but all the money got in. Okay. Good, good, good. Um, 
Next from LC, no reptards. There are not really. There are no reptards. There are no reptards in the league. The closest thing that is is no fuckers, and that would be himself. Right. Uh, so we'll just disregard that. Well, who do you think has the most reptard potential? Fuse. You think? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, unless you have someone else in mind. No, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with Fuse for now. I always thought Reptar got a really raw deal, but I never actually had to play with the guy. Reptar did get a raw deal. Reptar actually, if you look at the history section, won this league in 2008. Yeah. How did that happen? Yeah, people like Count were in the league in 2008. I, but so were all of us. Reptar is one of the ch- of one of five people to win this league. Reptar. Yeah. The only I actually I was always a Reptar defender and apologist. The only thing I didn't like about Reptar is that his name was Rirari Rirar. Yeah, that made no sense. No. Uh, it, also, he didn't make it easy as a teammate to support him. So. Oh yeah, didn't you guys co-manage a team? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the year before he won, I think me and Reptar co-owned his team right. we for, had two, for comedic we had, value. That's right. We had two owners, <laughs> and and each week we would just override each other's like waiver rosters and like uh, starting lineups until eventually he gave up and I just managed. That was inevitable. Uh, well, clearly I was going to win that one. Um, okay, let's move on from Reptards. Priest split the money between the playoff champ, playoff runner-up, and regular season champ. This one's kind of interesting. I don't know how you feel about that. I mean. I'm fine. I'm always torn between, you know, clearly the regular season champ that takes more skill, um, but it's less exciting. I guess that's the choice in every fantasy. Yeah, and just to clarify, Priest isn't meaning an even split. I, f- I forget but, his numbers, but it, the majority still goes to the playoff winner. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm 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 okay with it. I think this is probably something people should vote on. I, I agree. I, I would put this to a vote too. Personally, I would throw out the playoff runner-up and just go playoff champ, regular season champ. Yeah, I agree with that. And play, uh, it's not. I mean, assuming we're keeping it twenty bucks, and no one has suggested otherwise, it's not that much money to split three ways. Right, exactly. Um, so whatever the numbers, we should look up Priest's email, or you can set the numbers. Probably like. 75-25 or 80-20, something like that, I would think. Yeah, it's something like that. Like, double, double your buy-in or something for the regular season. All right, so we'll put that one to a vote. Should, should I be taking notes on this, or what, what's happening here? Uh, yeah, why don't you mark the ones that, that... All right, I will mark the ones that are going to league vote. We got we need a third silent <laughs> person on this pod to take notes. But, uh, but you're going to be in charge of orchestrating that vote shit. I'm not doing that. Yeah, that's going to be a major email. Aren't you going to use like one of those like online polls or something? Yeah, but I have to. But you have to explain the options in detail so that there's no. Well, people. The point of the podcast is they're going to listen to the options on the podcast. Right. All right. Whatever. Um, then we have to formalize them. Okay. That I'll leave that to you. Hudson okay. wants to publish a draft order ahead of time. I'm hundred percent on this. Yeah. So I I am too. I there, this is nothing but good. I looked into. I did a feasibility study, which Hudson neglected to do. Okay, what are the analysis? Um, for some crazy reason, the only two options on ESPN are either one hour ahead of time or to have the commissioner set the draft order. Okay. So that's, no, look, that's not a problem because there's plenty of tools or I can write something that'll randomize a draft order. I just, people need to understand that it will be come from me and I will have to manually enter it in. So there'll probably be double the amount of bitching about the picks and the conspiracy theories. I'm sure there will be, and I'm sure you'll get the first pick again. But I want to throw my own wrinkle in Can I say I don't like having the first pick? 
You give it to yourself every year. Stop doing it if you don't want it. And this this ties into your next selection, right? What? Your next suggestion. Um, yeah, so so my next suggestion, which is great that you can choose, is I, I really like being able to choose your own draft spot. So, so if I so understand some type correctly, of, how yeah, yeah. this would work is I, I would randomize the order, and then we would go down that list, and every person would choose his first-round spot. Exactly. Uh, there's you could either randomize it or do something like go in inverse of last year standings or give Lamb Chop first pick and then randomize a- any way that we think is fair. We can vote on that. Um, I really like that, and I don't think it'd be that hard to do because we have a couple weeks, and everyone would just you publish the order, and everyone just shoots an email out when they decide, and everyone has like a day to decide or something. It's not going to take that long. Yeah, no, I mean, we everyone's committed enough, I think, that we can do it this year. Do, do you like... I've been in leagues before where the, you, you get to pick your own draft spot in that order, and I really like doing it. I think there's a lot of strategy to that. I like it. So, um, the the order ahead of time, I think we're just doing, and then we'll put yours to a vote. How's that? Uh, wait, what? Well, we'll definitely do the order ahead oh, of time. Oh, okay, got it. So it'll and either the- be completely random or random lottery to choose your spot. Right. We'll put that one to a vote. Okay. That kind of changes the way things work. Perfect. I will highlight that for the vote, too. Um, I would even say for this year, I think, if we're going to go with the choose-your-own-spot, I think random is okay, is good, because we didn't have any rules before this year. But I would say something like you win the league, you get first choice of spot for the following season is, is a pretty fair thing to do. That's not bad. Like starting after this year for next year, so everyone has the extra incentive to win. So you're saying, but for this year, I tanked last season for nothing, is what you're saying. Yes, you did not get a better draft spot for tanking. Oh, fuck. You did ruin all of your league history stats and your win percentage and so forth. I know. Though, <laughs> hey, to be fair, I anti-tanked. I pulled that blockbuster trade. Yes, you destroyed Fuse's team. <laughs> and improved my team for nothing. You imp- I still won no more games. But uh, I would have done even worse with my original players. Exactly. Who did you you gave up Aaron Rodgers, right? That was a cornerstone of the deal. Yeah. And who did you get back? Just like miscellaneous dudes. I got uh, Green and some good running back. Oh right. Yeah, and, you, you got you got a good and, haul. Uh, Aaron Andy Dalton. And Andy Dalton. Aaron Rodgers didn't have a great second half last year, which really it was. It ended up being a very good trade for my team. Make that didn't matter at all. Got it. All right. So. We will vote on that as well, on the draft order. How long are people going to have to vote? Because that's the type of thing we might want a decision on pretty soon. Like, yeah, I think like two or three days maybe. Perfect. Five days at the most. Perfect. Um, cool. And honestly, we can get through the draft order in like three days, I would think, if we had to. Like, it's really not hard. Yeah, I don't think that would be hard. Um, okay, so let's move on to next column, or the next section, Last Place Punishment. Yeah, I, I was disappointed to not see more suggestions. There's there's nothing good here. Um, so Lamb Chop has lose control of team name and avatar. I think that's good. Uh, well, who who gets control? The winner or the commissioner or the whole league? Not the commissioner. There's no... Yeah, uh, I, I, I agree. Take that out. And the whole league would never agree. I think it's got to be the winner. So the winner gets control of team name and avatar for the loser. It's okay. And, and retains it throughout the season so you can change it. Oh, interesting. Okay, that that's a little better. Um, I think we could do better. I mean, I threw out... We can definitely do better. But I threw no. out double your payment to the champion. So you owe an additional 20 bucks at the end if you finish last. I don't... I mean, that seems like... 
the punishment should be embarrassing. I think the money thing is just kind of kicking someone when they're down. Fine. Well, my other suggestion, which I think is embarrassing, is you have to play on current Tron at the alumni game, not the alumni team. I I like that, but how many of the 12 people in the league come to the alumni game? I know, that's the problem. But it encourages alumni game attendance, which is a but not, benefit but of this not by, But not by the loser. But the loser's going to come. I mean, well, maybe not. Maybe maybe we'll do the Avatar team name thing, and if the loser happens to come to the alumni game, they have to play on current Tron also. All right, we got to think about that one. We'll put it to We can put that to I'm a I'm open to more suggestions for the loser punishment. Do you have anything in mind that we can just throw out on the spot? No. I mean, we don't, like, if we all lived in the same place, it'd be really right. easy to do, like, a prank or something actually embarrassing. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, control of team name and avatar for now. We'll have to do it. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, we'll vote on that one. Um, next section. And these are by these far are the, the biggest. Big. Uh, so Fuse in draft. Um, so actually a common theme to all of Fuse's suggestions is he's basically trying to redo our entire league. Yeah. So, like, he obviously didn't understand how to draft last year. He made bad trades. His team sucked. And instead of actually getting better at fantasy football, Fuse is trying to rewrite all the rules to benefit himself. Yeah, well, I don't know if they'll. I guess does he is he in another league? that's an auction league. I don't know. He's he's in other leagues because I know he talked about it on my podcast. But so Fuse wants both. Although I don't know if they go together, auction draft and keeper league. Right. Personally, I haven't done an auction draft in a while. I I, I did one a few years ago. I don't think they work if you're not all in person. I know ESPN has software that says it works, but I'm skeptical of that. Yeah. So I am. I'm person. I've never done an auction. I'm terrified of things that I don't know well and understand. Um, I, I think I think that's just such a fundamental change. To, I think that's a whole different league. I agree. It is a whole different league. And I actually think we've gotten to a very high level of core competency in this league, where everyone pretty much knows what they're doing, and the, and like the draft is pretty competitive, and there aren't a ton of stupid picks other than like three tight ends in the first four picks. Yeah, we don't want to throw all that knowledge away. Exactly. Like, we go to auction, like, half the people aren't going to know what they're doing, and it's just going to be very unbalanced. And yeah, and more, impo- more importantly, one of those people will be me. Who, who doesn't know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not prepared in them. I, I would do what I had to do to catch up, but I, 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 th- I think auction is out. Do we want to – so no vote? Just throw that yeah, away? Yeah, I, I think that's too fundamental. I don't think we're ready. If there's more agitation for it next I don't think year, we're ever going to be ready. Um Maybe not. And I would say, if, if we want to do auction, I think we'd have to commit to being in the same place, which is probably impossible. Yeah. Okay, so... Keeper is a more on-the-fence kind of... So that's still... And there's changes. a million ways to do keeper. Well, so I... It seems like ESPN just has the one way to do keeper. Oh, so tell me what that is. Which, as far as I can tell, uh, you just pick a number of players... And then you pick a deadline for selecting your keepers before the following draft. And that's it. Right. But, okay, so you would set how many players you're allowed to keep as a commissioner. And then all the teams have until a certain day before next year's draft to declare their keepers. Exactly. So what what we didn't get into there is what's the penalty? Because some leagues play, you lose the same round pick. Some leagues play, you lose, like, a round better. So if you keep in a fifth round you actually lose a fourth round not a fifth round and so forth so there are a couple ways you can do it like that so 
it seems like there's no setting for penalty. I'm going into it again right now. Well, there has to be some penalty. At minimum, it has to be the round you got him in. There can't be no penalty, I don't think. Really? Well, I guess there could be. But, but, but that takes the skill out of keeper. Then you just keep your best players. Like, the nice part about keepers, if you get, like, like, Hudson got Cam Newton in the 15th round two years ago. Like, that's a keeper for life. And, like, right. Doug so, Martin, but, like, they're skilled to, to drafting later round players and keeping them. Right. But, I mean, Cam Newton would have gone much higher if we were in a keeper league. Yeah, he, uh, he would have. You're right. Players will always go. But, but you see what I'm saying? Like, if there's no penalty, you just keep your best players no matter what. Like, there's no advantage in having, like, a sixth rounder who's a, who's a great keeper value. Right. No, I, I agree. And as far as I can tell, there's no setting for a penalty on ESPN. So if that's really true, and I'll investigate too, because I'm surprised by that. If that's true, I'm definitely against keepers. Definitely against. Okay. Because, but do because, you think it deserves a vote? I guess we could put that to a vote, but... I would be, I would be against it. I'm pretty sure I would be against it. So that's two votes against right now. I carry a lot of voting power. I can get Vigo and Moose to vote with me. So we're yeah, who do, do you, have a co- right you have a coalition? Yeah. It just, if there's no penalty, like everyone keeps their best two players and all just, it just dilutes like the first round. It, it really doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I, I agree. But I, you know, Fuse has been agitating for both these things for so long. I figure at least one of them should go to the vote. Hughes has been in the league one year. What do you mean so long? Wait, really? No, he's been in the league. No, he, he played like four years ago, and then last year was his first re- year since. So he's got two seasons, but not consecutive. Is that true? Yeah, I did all the history today, man. Holy crap. I'm telling you, he's, he's been in the league two years. He's trying to change everything we've worked so hard to build. <laughs> um, do, you think he's, do you think there's a larger conspiracy afoot? There might be. I don't know. Well, who, does Fuse have some kind of voting block we don't know about? Uh, maybe Hudson we, will vote with Fuse. I don't know, but because we got to think about this in terms of like of forming a ruling coalition. So I, I mean, if Tron Chat's unified, they're going to win the vote. Tron Chat is somewhat unified, but one of them is a fucker. That, that's the problem with having a fucker in Tron Chat. I can't help yeah. you with that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we could give like we could build up our voting coalition. We could give Frogger a vote. <laughs> Maybe we should just give, if anything ties, just send it to Frogger. He'll have no idea what it even means. Let's just uh, open up the, the leak settings page to Frogger, give him an just, hour to do whatever, whatever he wants. Do whatever you want. Yeah, and then lock it in. <laughs> it's, it's worth a shot. Um, so, so back to Keeper, though. If there is a chance, if there is like a penalty setting, then I would change my vote to for it. So I think we need to fully do our diligence on that before putting it to a vote. Uh, I will I will Google around, but I, everything I'm seeing right now, I'm on the commissioner change settings page. There is no penalty setting. Okay. Um, now, I guess we wouldn't actually do this, but you could do it manually. Like, if it was only one player per team, you could do, like, that second-round penalty thing where someone drafts, and then you give them a kicker in that spot. But that's probably too much work for you. On that's a, yeah, that's a lot, and it, it really muddies up the draft, which is hard enough to get through. Got it. Okay, so let's. So keeper league is highlighted to uh, put to a vote. Yeah. Playoff structure. Um, so Hudson's idea is interesting, but I don't think ESPN can do it. That the best two scores advance out of the quarters and semis, not the head-to-head matchup winners. Right. So I, I looked into this as well. Unlike Hudson, um, by the way. Uh, so 
basically, I can edit the bracket. So you can manually advance the two can, higher scores. Yeah. That wouldn't be difficult to do. It's not difficult to do, but it's just kind of... I don't, I don't even know the right word for it. It's just... I, I have a great preference against anything that has me going in and manually fiddling with shit. Uh, is this out of principle or out of laziness? Both. It's about 50-50. Okay. I... I think I like the idea. Um... Dis- disregarding the fact that you'd have to do a little more work, which would take you probably three minutes. That's a lot of minutes. Okay. Sorry, sorry. that is many minutes. It's more than one. Or zero. But, yeah. I mean, do you like the idea that the best two scores advance in the playoffs to really kind of take away some of the randomness of the playoff winner? I'm, I'm really torn on this one. And I guess that, that that's a good indicator that people should vote on it. Yes. I think if the vote were held right now, I would vote no. I might vote yes. I think the whole point of playoffs in anything is to make something more random and more exciting. You make it more exciting by making it somewhat more I don't know if this would make it less exciting. If you're one of the four in that round, I think this makes it more exciting. Why? So let's say you're in a head-to-head matchup. And your opponent just, go, like, the 1 o'clock round, your opponent's all his players play, and he throws up, like, a 180. Like, at, le- at least, like, you're not out of it. Like, you have more to root for. Like, there's more scenarios for you to advance, so there's more to root for and be invested in. I think it's more exciting. Because two guys have to throw up big scores for you to be out of it. Exactly. And you can trash talk, like, against three other people. I, I, I mean, I, I think this, this probably deserves a vote. I think this definitely deserves a vote because but, I think this is the first thing that we're split on. Yeah, I would I would discourage people from voting on this, from voting for this. <laughs> you can't discourage um, them from voting on yeah. it. Well, I could, but I won't. Um, but, yeah, there's... I mean, I get that it... It takes so... It, it takes away, I guess, the head-to-head excitement. But I don't know if that is that exciting in this league. Like, there's not, like, a ton of trash talk that ever goes on between people that play each other. But but I I think we're we're getting better at increasing that. As as people are in the in you know are putting in years in the league. I think there's there's more trash talk and the heads to heads the heads to heads I'm so sober. Fuck. That's that's the problem. The head to heads are getting more exciting for that. And then you can, you know, for the head to head you can trash talk that whole week. Yeah, and analyze particular matchups as opposed to having to analyze four teams at once. I, I it's, it's worth a vote. Let's let's move on. Okay. Uh, we we both have good points. Um, I I wouldn't be upset if this went either way on the vote. Honestly, I'd be okay either way. Yeah. Um, Yoni wants a two week cumulative final. Is that doable on ESPN? Um. So, again, I went in there, and I'll I'll go there again right now. It seems like it's not, but not for a very good reason. Okay. And it, Again, that would be something that we could do ourselves and just like add their next score to that score and, and like call it ourselves. Right. Um, um, well, yeah, and you'd have to go... You'd have to have people set lineups manually and count every player's score manually. Oh, right, because it won't even add your score for Week 17. Right. That would be a pain. So there is an option to have two weeks per playoff matchup, but it's global to the whole playoffs. 
And we can't we can't do that with three rounds. We can't. We'd have to roll back the yep. regular season schedule and have two round two two weeks for every round of the playoffs. So we really have we really have play. to go to a four team playoff and just like I don't that would never work with six six playoff weeks. Right. We we right. If you could either have a six team playoff like we have now and cut the regular season from thirteen to eleven, or only have a fourteen playoff. Um, neither of which I really like. No one threw out only four team playoff. I, I wouldn't be opposed to that either because I think it means making it means making the playoffs is a lot more prestigious. But uh, no one threw that out, so we don't need no to even go, we don't even need to go to that. Um, two week cumulative final. I used to be all for this. I don't know if I am anymore. I mean, I get the point that week sixteen there's a lot of players sit and it's kind of, it gets kind of random and fluky. But week seventeen is even more of that than week sixteen. Right. So I don't really know if you're solving that problem. No, I think it's. There, you inject as much flukiness as you take away uh, in the I, last week. I would say it would be fair to put that to a vote. I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of momentum for it, though. Right. Uh, Yoni also suggested carry over your previous week's playoff score into your next matchup. This makes no sense to me at all. Um, I, I, I get where he's coming from, but that would be a total mess to implement. Yeah, so can we just say straight no on that? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not down with that. That, that gets very confusing. You don't want like you don't want to carry your score in. You want to go to your matchup, your next matchup, like fresh, like even even slate. Like you don't want to be down going into your semifinals matchup already. Right, it would take a lot away from the excitement. If you if you got a thirty point deficit, there's yeah. almost no chance. Exactly. Um, so that we can just throw out waiver wire. These are going to be interesting. Um, yeah. So Choir Boy throws out, don't reset the waiver order each week. I, I've i been for that in history also. I'm, I'm down with that. I think we should put that to a vote. So I think we should too. So and instead of resetting easy. it each week, it as soon as you claim, so the first week sets off standings, and then as soon as you put in a claim, you go to the back of the order and right. it doesn't reset. And you don't go again until everyone goes in front of you, or they skip a week and you go instead. But... The downside, as I think Priest or someone pointed out, is it makes it easier for a team that gets out to like a 3-0 start to then pick up a stud because they have the number one waiver spot and just blow everyone away. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not totally convinced we should make the switch, but I think it definitely deserves a vote. It, okay, I'm with you. Now another thing that I and this didn't, this is one people have been saying since last season. I, I agree. It's going to make it very different. Another thing which I did not email out or I think put on the list to you, but I want to bring up as my suggestion is, I would cap the number of waiver moves in a season. Interesting. At I'm just going to throw out a number here. I haven't thought too much about it, but something like twenty maybe or fifteen, which really is a big number in my opinion. Like I, I'd be happy to go like lower. But maybe one a week. I don't know. I, I think there, there needs to be more skill in how you use your waiver picks. And I think both of these will kind of do that. We'll force that. Uh, let's see. I'm going to – what I want to do is I want to see the, the pickup counts for last season. I think that I can. Oh, you can do that? Yeah, one sec. Well, okay, yeah, that. here. Okay. I got it. So, last season... Was anyone above 20? Yes. Uh, about 
let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight out of 12 were above 20. <laughs> Who were the four that weren't? Uh, you want to guess? Myself. Wait, hold on. I, this only has team names. Uh, Relatively confident I did not do a lot. I didn't do a ton of waiver activity last year. Um, okay, what the hell is your team name? Oh, you were the Greendale 7. I was. Uh, okay, yes, you were under, you were 13. You were the second lowest. <laughs> the second, because my team was so good, I didn't need to make moves. Yeah. Um, who else? This is going to be tough. Hudson? Uh, no, Hudson makes a lot of moves early. Uh, choir Boy. Choir Boy? He was Fifty um, Shades of Gay. Yeah. Uh, no, 32. Oh, shit. Um, he was uh, second second highest. Okay. You. I was at 26. All right. This is going to be really hard. Vigo. Vigo was 28. Moose. My dog is hungry. Um, Moose, yeah. Moose was, was the fewest with 10. I should have gotten that. Okay. So I got me and Moose. Just give me the other two. I'm just guessing at this point. You and Moose. Hudson had... No, sorry. Priest had 15. Ah, uh, Priest. And Hudson had 18. So, so if I, mean, I think we should put Cap to a vote and maybe in the vote have a couple options for numbers. Unless that gets too complicated. It gets a little... I would, I would love to keep all the votes, you know, yeah. binary. Okay. So, so then should we just pick a number that seems fair and let people vote on that? Yeah, well, what do you think? So, okay, so... Twelve people. I mean, eight out of twelve were above twenty last year. How many were above twenty-five? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. So Perfect. half the league was over twenty-five. Perfect. Say twenty-five. That's the, high, the that's highest two a week. was thirty-five. Was that fuse? That was definitely fuse. <laughs> Uh, I say set the number at 25 and let's vote on it. I don't think capping at 25 is a huge handicap to anyone. Um, I think you can make the moves you need to within that frame. And I actually think because of this waiver order thing, it's that's going to end up capping ourselves. People are going to be value keeping their, their spot in the order a lot more this well, year. Yeah, well, so, okay, two, two things about that. One is if we if we switch, if we don't reset the waiver order, I think automatically no one's going to pick up that many people. You're right. So this the cap might be kind of redundant to that. Second of all, um, if we stick, I think this is coming up the number of the bench number. Right. Um, but if we stick with a five player bench, I don't really see why the pickups should be capped. Like I think our, our bench count is limiting enough that it's not a big deal that people are picking up that many guys. Like you already have a difficult decision because you only have a five-player bench. Okay, so so let's say, all right, we we can get rid of the cap then. I'm going to be happy enough if don't reset your waiver passes, and I'm feeling that will pass. Okay. Um, Priest throughout weighing the waiver order by record and usage, which is impossible to do. Yeah, that's not not feasible. Um, Fuse wanted waiver bidding model. I Priest, think- by the way, I mean I commend Priest's economics PhD-ish thinking. Exactly. If Priest wants to co- write the algorithm, could, could you implement? No. No, I could not. <laughs> okay, so, so good idea, Priest, but we're throwing that one away. Yeah, but don't stop, Priest. Uh, do, do not stop, Priest. The more Priest talk in, in emails and everything is always good for the league. Yeah, I, I, want, 
I want to like triple priest email output this year and more. Can you, if we could get some charts and graphs, you could add them to the website about priest email. I mean, we have we. So have, should I just track priest's communication with a league? I think he's he probably has some interesting analysis. I agree. And by the way, priest promised to come to the alumni game last year on the podcast and didn't. So and I'm, not, didn't. I'm not happy about that. Wow. Uh, okay. Um, mo- moving on, I'll I'll add a priest section to my website when I have time, which is every day because I don't ever. Well, have and CB can also. We have two economics PhDs. That's true. Should we have a, a CB versus priest race to see who can <laughs> who can comment more and better? I think they should both come up with a statistical model for the season and then see whose model does better. Perfect. So each of them can do that, and I don't have to do anything. This could this could replace the Eli Manning report. Uh, well, I was already changing that to the Joe Flacco report, but I'd be happy to just scrap that because I think everyone knows they both suck. Um, so, so Fuse waiver bidding model, we're not doing that. Right. Um, NARF idea, did I put this on your sheet or not to lock the waiver wire? No. Okay, I added that in after email to you. I don't think anyone agrees with me on this, but if they do, we can put it to a vote. I think you should lock the waiver wire at, le- at the minimum, at the latest going into the playoffs, but if not a couple weeks before that. Like, it, it just always bothers me, like, you pick up a random player in the playoffs is a great game and you win a matchup like that. Like I think at a certain point you have your starters, you have your bench spots, like that's your team. You go with it. Is there a, um, hmm. and like everyone says like, well, what if your quarterback continues in the playoffs? So like if you so pick up a quarterback before the playoffs, like you have five bench spots, like there's strategy to that. Hold a quarterback, hold whatever you want, but just no going into the playoffs. Like that's your roster. No changes. So what's the what's your rationale for that? For what? For that? I just why is that good? It it just it just annoys me like the the randomness of the waiver wire affecting playoff games. Okay, I mean I guess that's legit. That's not a it's not an option, but I mean that's not hard to implement. It's not hard. It's, no, it's not hard to implement it. It's really not an option because there's a trade deadline. I think isn't there? Right, there is a trade deadline. Like, make them the same deadline, whenever it is. End of regular season, or a week or two before, or something. But No, I don't, I mean, if we're going to lock waivers, I think we should take it all the way to the start of the playoffs. That's that's fine. Because because of injuries. No, I mean, I, yes, it's, like, there there are situations where, like, a good wideout or running back is available week 16, who you know is going to start because they're resting the starter, and like whoever, and both players know they want him, and whoever's a higher waiver order gets him, and it can be a huge advantage for the finals. And like that, that stuff just annoys me. Right. So let's just make it one one vote on no waivers after the regular season. Perfect. I will put that to a vote. Um, that's highlighted. Cool. Roster selection. Um, some of these might be redundant, and Fuse is again trying to change every position we have. Um, so I'll go through one at a time. Choir Boy wants an extra bench spot. I am staunchly against this. I have and a feeling we're going to need to vote on all of these, actually. I'm not well, that against it. I'm against it for this reason. The, the bench number as it is right now makes me, I think, the right amount of uncomfortable with oh. every drop, at least after the first few weeks. I, I, know, I know exactly what you're saying. Like I, 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 it's, you know, I, I don't really have anything to back this up, except... You know, just my experience at dropping every week. 
it just seems to hit the sweet spot compared to the replacement level where I'm always a little bit uncomfortable about whether I want to give up that bench spot. That's fine. I think Noah pointed out that if there was an extra bench spot, waivers would just be 12 players worse each week. Right. So our, our replacement level off of waivers last year was like a wide out that gets you seven or eight points a week. I don't even know if it was that good, to be honest. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Maybe like five points a week. And that's about as low as you want to go for replacement level. Okay. No, that, that's fine. Um, is this... I, you convinced me no extra bench spot too. Is are we going to vote on this or are you just ruling? I yeah, I don't want to do it. I, I don't. Okay, no vote. Um, what I what I would. Um, I don't know if this is on here. Didn't someone suggest uh, an IR spot? Exactly, it's at the bottom. I was just going to say, skip to the oh, bottom of roster. CB also suggested add an IR spot. I think that that can go to a vote. Agree. Throw it to a vote. Um, and ESPN that, can do that. I think right. Yes, I looked into that, that you can do. An, so what happens is... The, pl- the player has to be on the actual NFL IR? Uh, not on NFL IR, I think. Not necessarily. But ESPN has to deem them IR eligible, whatever that means. So I assume they have to be like 100% ruled out for a game. Like not questionable or probable, just out. Yeah, and I don't... It doesn't It doesn't say if it's just IR, if it's someone who's who's got the O... Or whatever, but the the software decides who's eligible for the slot. Okay, um, and we'll, we'll throw that you also the you also can't pick up injured players directly to your spot. You have to give up a bench spot first. Interesting. That that's smart. That you can't. Which is good. Yeah. You, you so can't you, take an injured waiver player straight straight to IR. You're saying. Right. Agree. Cool. Um, and I yeah I think that should definitely go to a vote. I would probably vote for it, and I think. I hope that alleviates some of the concern about the number of bench spots. Yeah, I mean, the only thing is, like, there's a... It makes some really tough decisions easier, and I'm not sure that's better. Like, if if you have a decent... Like, let's say your number two or number three wideout after the draft goes on IR for eight weeks of the season. Like, that's a tough call if you want to hold on to him or not, and there's strategy to that. Well, so this happened to me, and it was my it was my number one. It was Nick's. Well, that you're out, you're going to hold on to Knicks. How long was he out for it last year? He was out for something. I mean, it's because he came back and then he was. I think he missed another game after that. You never dropped him, though, did you? No, I never dropped him. But that made it really tough because, like, eight, eight, nine weeks of the season, I was playing with four bench spots. Exactly, but I think that's tough in a good way. I um, mean, the, the vote will decide. Yeah, I think that that's the kind of luck I'm okay taking a little bit out of it. Oh, well, you're, you're never going to drop your no. You're not going to drop hockey Knicks. You're going to drop like a th- like maybe I would have dropped Pierre Garcon or something. Oh, right. But. So you're never you're so yeah. So the only hello. Ah shit. Anton. Anton. Yeah. All right. My internet went out. Oh. Okay. Were, were you talking all the time? No, I stopped after like oh. a sentence. Uh, okay, so I'll, I'll edit the dead space out, but I don't know what we were saying. Um, I was saying if a top guy if a top guy goes down, you're penalized too much. I think by because we have such a short bench, you're penalized too much not having an IR spot. All right, so we will 
we'll put it to a vote. We've each made our points. Um, I'd be okay if that passes also. Yeah. Um, moving back to the top. So Choirboy wants to swap the third wideout for a wideout tight end flex. I am okay with that, but not. But I don't know if I would vote for it. Like, I'm not opposed to it, though. Yeah, of all of the... It's the best of all of the swapping positions. That's that's how I feel. Of all, I'm looking at the whole list right now. Of all the lineup changes, other than the IR spot, this is the one I can most get behind. And by best, I mean least worst, because a lot of these are just stupid. Um, yes. Well, by my count, at least half of them are made by Fuse. Let's just throw out the stupid ones next. And sorry, Choir Boy. But okay. Well, so hold on. So, so I mean, but to back up the the adding a tight end option for the third wide receiver. It lets you go two tight ends. Exactly. A formidable draft strategy that Fuse tried to pioneer <laughs> last year. I'm surprised he's not the one suggesting this. Um, oh, but he does want to get rid of the second quarterback. No. Um, well, so this is, I think it's more in line with what NFL rosters look like now. So some teams have a second tight end who's a bigger threat than the third wide receiver. Yep. Um, and it lets you choose to go to tight end instead of without losing the two quarterback thing. Yep. All right. So I'm I'm behind that. I'm I'm okay with it. I don't I like our league roster setup, so I don't know if I'm going to vote for this, but I'm not super opposed to it. I I mean I do think drafting wide out depth is important, and you shouldn't. Hmm, I don't know. I, I guess I'm okay for it. We'll we'll see if anyone actually would go two tight ends early. They might. If uh, I don't know. So Choirboy then wants to swap the second running back for a running back wideout spot. No way. That's a really bad idea. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's definitely moving in the wrong direction. Yeah, so the you, league is you need flushed. Two backs. Yeah, the league is flushed with shitty wide receivers that people are ad dropping every week. And there should at least be some strategy in choosing who you play that week. Yeah, dude, I've, I've never seen a league without two running backs. Like, that's that's a staple of, of fantasy football. Right. I, and so, like, I, I don't want everyone carrying even more shitty wide receivers and throwing four of them at the wall every week and seeing what sticks. Yeah, exactly. I, and, think, and, I think that's definitely moving in the, right, in, in, in the wrong direction. And that, that, takes, that takes out all the running back skill. Because there's enough running backs, like, to everyone have a good number one. But, it's, I mean, I, once you get into the second running backs, like, a lot of people won't have great players. So... Right, and there's, you know, wide receiver is a fun position to play matchups. I know a lot of it's luck, but if you yep. believe in matchup strategy at all, that's that's where a lot of it is. I'm going to throw this one out, and I actually think that is the worst of the roster swap ideas, in my opinion. I don't know, I don't know if I'd go that far, because it's, it's a pretty heated competition with uh, bad suggestions. Actually, sorry, you're right, the next one. So Hudson wants to swap the tight end for a wideout tight end, so you don't even have to start a tight end. So, right, so that is even more terrible for all the same reasons. Yeah, so... Through that, like, are, Do people think these are good ideas? Like, I mean, at least, but possibly at most, one person thinks that each of these is a good idea. Shocking. Well, I'm not sure. And... Fuse contradicts none himself. Them, none in, of them come from Lamb Chow. He didn't do a lot of uh, suggestions, actually. And notoriously absent were yourself, although you have an excuse. Lionel and Moose made no suggestions. That's true. 
So maybe they should be penalized in choosing their draft order for not participating in league mandatory activities. That's true. Though Lionel is a professional athlete. I don't know if he's allowed to publicly comment on league matters. That's true. Okay, so right. Moose has Sorry. no excuse. Right. Um, and I know he's nothing to do in Iowa, so he really should be spending a lot more time on his fantasy football skills. And, and Lamb Chef shouldn't really get credit. His only suggestions were centered on getting paid sooner and no embarrassing rep. the other people. In the yeah, exactly. Um, so if you want to move on to Fuse, yeah. Fuse at one point wanted to swap the OP for a second quarterback, and then another point wanted to swap the OP for a wideout to eliminate, running back. To eliminate the quarterback option. Yes. So he so, wants both a second quarterback and not a second. He wants to force a second quarterback or not allow it. But he doesn't right. like the option of having a second quarterback. Right. So I was trying to think of the closest analog <laughs> to what Fuse is trying to do. Um, and Just play I think, by our rules. Fuse. I think being completely fair, it's probably the Nazi party. <laughs> is, that, is that a fair analogy? It's, he's trying to take choice out of it and inject Fuse instead. Interesting. No choice, only Fuse. I don't want to live in that world. I think if, if Fuse has a voting block, that's probably their slogan. No choice, only Fuse. So swap the OP for a mandatory second quarterback. Or a mandatory non-second quarterback. <laughs> I think we can just throw both of those out. Um, yeah, I like our OP spot a lot. I think probably three quarters of the league takes it as a second quarterback, but not everyone does, and it can work not doing it that way. Right. That's the defining kind of unique aspect of, of I, the league. Really, I, I agree completely. There have been players that make the playoffs with three strong running backs, or I've, it's happened. Like, right. So the only. The only thing on on that in that area that I thought would be worth thinking about, but no one really considered it, is dialing back quarterback scoring. No one actually, well, except for the yardage bonuses, no one wanted any scoring changes at all. Actually, right. Um, so I guess we'll have to we'll have to table it to to next year. But I thought that that's that's something worth thinking about. Oh, we can throw suggestions out ourselves. We have the power to do that. I got, well, sh so shitty quarterbacks score a lot of points in this league. That's true. Um, I actually, I think two years ago, Mark Sanchez made the top 10 in total points scored in our league. That's unconscionable. It, it was like the, the, the worst thing of all time. It's either top 10 or top 15, but I think it might have been top 15. But Mark Sanchez was like 15th in total points scored for the league. Was it a really shitty year? Was he just throwing it a lot? It was two years ago. It was, um, the first, oh, no, they were still kind of good, right? That was the year they, the first year they didn't make the playoffs, but they were somewhat competitive most of the season to get in the playoffs. I think they finished eight and eight, maybe. Um, but we actually skipped. Sorry, we skipped one Fuse's middle idea, uh, just to finish up roster spots. Swap the third wideout for a wideout tight end running back flex. So that's kind of like CBs. It's like but CBs, but adding in the option of a running back. Add a third running back yep, option. I'm I'm against that. I'm against that too. Well, so why why are you against it? I, I like th th three running backs doesn't like then you could have possibly be starting four running backs in your in your OP spot. I mean, I, I think optioning a wideout to a tight end makes sense because they're very similar positions and it reflects NFL offenses, like you said. But optioning a wideout to a running back, I don't I don't think makes any sense. Yeah, and I think so. There's there's going to be one or two people every year that luck into a late round running back that ends up starting not because he's good but because someone gets injured and then that person's going to be starting three running backs every week exactly 
And honestly, the 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 more restrictions you have on roster spots, like the less flex positions there are, encourages trading. Like if every position becomes a flex, there's gonna be no trades because if you have a surplus in running backs, it's okay because you can start four now. Yeah, and we don't have enough trades as it is. We don't have nearly enough trades, and I'm tracking them for these people, and it's very obvious. Like, why wouldn't you want to trade now that you'll be able to rub it in Fuse's face at the end of the season that you beat him in it? We did better. We did a lot better last year. I think last year we had by far more trades than there were year. maybe ten trades total. That, I don't that, even think there were that many. That's kind of a lot. Well, I actually never trade myself, so I'm I'm part of the problem. I last year was the first time I'd ever traded i think i get very emotionally attached to the players i draft and i don't like to trade them i'm just terrified of failure it well and it's gonna be public now it's gonna be public in fact that you lost the trade yeah uh so so we now we can roll back down to scoring um so you were talking about lowering quarterback scoring vigo throughout eliminating the yardage bonus for all the positions yeah um so just explain where it comes from the the league was loosely based on this Bill Simmons column years ago, which I actually looked up recently. Oh, I actually never knew that. Um, well, so he, he wrote, at one point, he wrote this thing where, you know, let's standardize leagues and make them make more sense and have them be more fun. And in my mind, I remembered it as a more thorough kind of manifesto that I had originally modeled the league after. And it really isn't. It's only like six different things. Okay. Um, but th- but that's where it came from. He wrote some, and it's kind of stupid. He wrote something about, I don't even remember the rationale, but that's that's it came from Bill Seven and said, you know, if, he, if you got a guy who had a huge day, he should really have a huge day in your league. I, I get it. Um, and I wrote this in, in one of the emails too, but I'm really for this. And the reason being, it's one of the things that makes our scoring very unique besides the OP spot. Like those are the two things that make this league very unique. You're for the bonuses? Yeah, I'm for the bonuses because they make the league unique. And I like that you can't just go on ESPN or NFL.com or anyone's rankings. And there's never going to be a set that applies directly to us. Meaning, I think there's a little more thought put in to not just seeing, oh, this wideout's ranked above this wideout on ESPN. I'm starting him. Like, because nothing really applies directly to us. Same for draft day. Like, like the draft should be a little bit different thinking that, like, Feast or famine, big game players are weighted higher in our league. I I agree with the sentiment. You know, I, I think bonus scoring is probably the worst way of doing that as opposed to tweaking the, the actual scoring. Um, so I, I'd be okay voting on this. Okay. I mean, um, I, I can't say no to a vote. I'm, I, I like it. And yeah, I, it, I it, it is redundant. Like, I think Vigo said that, and he's right. I don't, yeah, I, I don't think it really takes a lot away and that sometimes people have a huge day and it's fun, but often those people are fuckers. Not this year. I'm, not this year. I'm, you're not going to be able to draft Adrian Peterson in the third round this year and didn't know, without knowing he had an injury last year. So this, this uh, is going to be a good league. I'm this feeling year very season might be, This might be the year Adrian Peterson makes a cut and his knee just explodes. Oh, I'm not going to be rooting for that. <laughs> You're going to have Adrian Peterson on your team yeah. anyway, so I wouldn't hope for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Now I've kind of sealed him a pick. You're, you're going to have him with your No, but really, I mean, imagine, one pick. imagine how many PEDs he took during his recovery. And he's probably had to stop now because they're cracking down even more. Was he not using the deer antler shit? I think he was using every kind of antler 
known to me. He must have been. A lot of antlers. I think he flew to Germany where they have a giant cauldron with everyone's antlers and Kobe Bryant's platelets and Tim Duncan's plasma, and he had it injected directly into his knee. Who was someone? Someone was in Germany. Was it Josh Smith or someone was in Germany like a week ago doing the Kobe thing? All the NBA guys are doing the Kobe thing. Yeah, well, it, it works. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Can't fix the Achilles. So we will put Vigo yardage bonus scoring to a vote. Do you yeah. want to, to throw out a suggestion on quarterback scoring yourself? Yeah, no, I should have I prepared with one. I, I meant to, and I kind of forget. Forgot. All right, I'm gonna, we're, let's take a look now. If we can think of something quickly, we'll throw it out there. I don't have a super... I mean, they quarterbacks do score more, but... Well, here's here's. I mean, the if you, if right you look at if you look at par or any of the advanced stats, like that doesn't mean a quarterback is most valuable. So the scoring right now is one point every twenty yards passing. Yep, three. Which for compares a to one point for every ten yards for the other positions. And it's four for a passing touchdown. It's four for a pass touchdown as opposed to six for the other position. It's. Minus two for an INT, plus two for a two-point conversion, and that and that's it. And then the bonuses. It's also are, minus two for fumbles. Right, right. Well, that's that's every player. Okay. So um, and then the bonuses are three points, three extra points for a three hundred yard game, six extra points for a four. Now, just to clarify, fumbles are minus two for fumbles and fumbles lost, right? Because that always confuses me at first. Because I don't think it catches live fumbles that aren't lost. But I think it always gets them in the corrections. Um, it's, it, no, hold on. It's just fumbles. It's, right. It's like, not so even if you're t- Right, right. But even, so if you fumble, even if your team recovers, you should still get minus two points for that. Right. And that's because... What the advanced stats say are our fumble recovery is completely random. Well, that's so what Bill Barnes called, right? It's nonstop. Right. That was one of the football outsiders' first like big things. Fumble recovery is totally random. So when they look at you know what teams are going to regress, yeah, it's teams that have a, an unnatural fumble recovery rate. That's one of the things. And teams that win a high percentage of one touchdown games because that's supposed to be random as well. Right. So there's no reason to to, to credit a guy because his teammates were able to jump on the ball. Exactly. So so. Popping in my head a couple things I think we could throw out for quarterback scoring. I think two points for a two-point conversion is too much. I would yeah, take but, that down to one. But that's like a couple times a year, right? Yeah, you're right. The bigger thing, actually, I would change rushing quarterback touchdowns from six to four. Interesting. And I, that, I never even thought about that before, but that's just hitting me now. Is I think six is too much for a rushing quarterback touchdown. Uh, now, here's the thing. I don't think that that's an option. Uh, because it just counts as a rushing touchdown and you can't control the player. Exactly. So each week you'll just have to manually adjust that. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Oh, man, there are a lot of we have to bad. accept that there's a lot of things that are not going to happen until I can hire a full time assistant commissioner. Are we working on that? Well, we're going to have to significantly raise the buy in. More than more than twenty dollars. <laughs> somewhat somewhat north of twenty dollars. Somewhat north. We don't we don't know where. We don't. Know. It's impossible to know how much it would have to be but yeah i'd need a full-time stack go okay so you know i have interns at my office and are you allowed to use them for fantasy footballing um in a technical sense no but there's a lot of things i'm not allowed to do at my office in a technical sense i'm not supposed to write power rankings all day every day but i still do it right so I'll look into it. But until that happens, there's there's just some ways we're limited by ESPN. 
Okay, and I, and I like ESPN software, so I'm not complaining too much about that. Yeah, I was. You were reminiscing about the dark ages of Yahoo when you had to pay extra for live scoring. I wasn't in your league when back when you guys did Yahoo. I don't think. Yeah, no, we we it was bad. We uh, like by week three, all of us had had given in and paid the extra ten or twenty bucks. For it's per scoring. person. Yeah, you ha- you personally on your account have oh, to pay to get live scoring. It's total bullshit. So, have, they must have changed that by now, though. I'm sure. So that's the that's the thing. You know, I thought someone might might suggest something. I am. I, it's been a several years since I've done fantasy anywhere other than ESPN. So if someone is you know thinks that another company does a better job with this. They should but then we them. lose all of our league history and all that. We're st- we got to stay with the SBA. Yeah, no, it would have to be a big advantage, which I doubt exists. Okay. So so let, let me run through real quick what we're going to vote on, and then I'll also email it to you, and you can take care of that stuff. Yeah. So we are going to vote on Priest's idea of splitting money between the playoff champ and the regular season champ. Yeah. Uh, Hudson's suggestion to publish a draft order ahead of time, and the subset of that being Narf's suggestion. Wait, well, no, Hudson's we're just going to do. Oh, Hudson's we're going to do, sorry. Yeah. And, There's and, no reason not to do it. And then we are going to, well, Lamb Chop actually gave me a reason today that his strategy is not preparing, so he doesn't want people to have an advantage over him by being able to prepare. Uh, that suggestion is eliminated by virtue of being fucker. Almost smashed my computer when he wrote that. Um, we're going to vote on Narf's suggestion of randomly selecting your right to choose a draft spot, and then we'll choose draft spots via email in the week before the draft. Yes. We are going to vote on LC's suggestion of last place punishment is lose control of team name and avatar to the winner. Yes. We're going to vote on Fuse's suggestion of Keeper League pending that you can... uh, There's a penalty for it, which you don't think that you can do. Wait, so we're not doing a vote if if it's as it is? Uh, well, that vote. was just my suggestion. Yeah, I think we should vote on it no matter what, but I'm staunchly, we'll against, it it. staunchly against it. Um, I'm against it if there's no penalty. Yeah, uh, I, I can't stress enough that my my opposition to it is staunch in nature. So, okay. Playoffs, we are voting on Hudson's uh, best two scores advance out of the quarters and semis rule, yes. even though Anton would do that manually. We are voting on Yoni's two-week cumulative final, even though we both think it's a bad idea. No, we can't because it's not it's oh, not implementable. Then I highlighted that by mistake. We are not voting on Yoni's two-week cumulative final. Right. ESPN won't let us do that. With and you know, I could swear it was an option in the past, but apparently not. So we okay. can't do it without making every round of the playoffs two weeks. Right. Oh, right. I remember we went through that. So we're not doing that. We are voting on Narf's idea of locking the waiver wire going to the playoffs. So you're. Playoff rosters are set. And we are voting on Choir Boys swapping the third wideout for a wideout tight end option. Yes. And also Choir Boys adding an IR spot. Yes. Good that job, I'm Choir kind Boy. of hoping wins, actually. We should get some momentum going for adding an IR spot. Yeah. Well, it seems like we we there's, there's, we got a lot of votes between the two of us. Okay. And Maybe we are... We don't know what the hell we're doing. Are you going to be able to know behind the scenes who votes for what? Or is it going to be anonymous? Um, well, make, make sure you set it so you can check. We'll see. I, if we do it on Doodle, maybe there's an anonymous option. I don't know. I'll look no, into I, it. I don't want it to be anonymous. You have to stand by your vote publicly. No right, anonymity. That, that's fair. You can't hide in the masses. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> so then you have to go on the podcast and defend your choice. Ex- exactly. Um, 
And then we are finally... Have we been talking for an hour? It's an hour, three minutes, but there was about two minutes of dead air. Is anyone going to listen to this? Uh, Yoni was really excited for this podcast on his way back from Wildwood. But I thought, uh, he probably thought it would be way more exciting and funny (laughs) and we would say fucker more. We can say fucker more. We can go another hour of just lamb chop fuckers. Oh, at least Uh, you haven't called my fiance a dog yet. Oh, your dog did bark earlier. And I thought about it, but that was a last year joke. Yeah, she was, uh, I was about an hour and a half late with her dinner and she was whining and rolling around. Got it. Got it. Uh, I assume we're talking about the dog, right? The dog was hungry, too. Okay. <laughs> and scoring, we are voting on Vigo eliminating the yardage bonus for quarterbacks in all positions. Yes. That's the list. Yeah. Oh, no, you had one that's on here. Are we not talking about it? Oh, my my last one, my one win for head-to-head and one win for top six? Yeah. I love that idea, but it's, it's not feasible ESPN, I don't think. No, it's not. So I wrote that here because I meant to research it, but didn't. So I'll throw that out. Although I, I know people that play in those leagues, and they say it's much more exciting on a week-to-week basis. I, I, I can see the benefit. Like, is, there's, it's such a, there's another element of like finishing top six, bottom six. It rewards better teams. There's more to root for. Like, you're never out of it. Like, everyone's kind of still in it Monday night because enough teams probably have players playing to move in the standings. But we'll, we'll throw that out because we can't do it. Right. We'll have to do our research on that one. Okay. Um, so you're going to take care of the voting. Yeah. I will get a pre-draft power rankings out uh, maybe next week. We am, will I see. La- am I last? Have you decided if I'm last? I actually haven't decided anything but first. First is going to be fucker, unfortunately. Mm. Um, no, I don't think you're going to be last. Um, if I had to say right now, Choir Boy had a really bad season last year. Um, and he didn't come on the podcast, which I'm a little spiteful about. Choir Boy. But I don't know. We'll, we'll we will have to see. Uh, who right. Which is last? Um, and I'm I'm going to be out of the country for like the first three weeks. Are you going to be able to set your roster? I hope so. That's gonna it's, that's gonna ruin your fall if you come back from that and you're you're zero and three because zero and three, zero and four maybe. And I actually that's normal for you. So what am I saying? Oh <laughs> uh, no, I usually start okay and then collapse. Uh, Not last season. Last season I sucked consistently. From start, start to finish. I was very consistent last year. Well, to finish 2-11, and 11, you know, there's not that much bright spots yeah. you're going to have. Yeah, so I, I'll definitely, I hopefully, will be able to set my lineups, but I definitely won't be able to do any research or look for waiver pickups. On the record, just like you say this on the record, I think the draft is way too early this year, but I get that we're accommodating your stupid wedding, so I'll deal with it. It's not that early. It, I, I guarantee you there's going to be like a decently high pick that will get injured I, it is it after week three of the po- of the preseason or after week two i think it's after week two it's we're it's, not even gonna um, know like the eagles starting quarterback we're not gonna know the bills starting quarterback like the positional battles won't have been settled yet it's two weeks before game one i don't think that's so bad we usually draft like two days before game one you want all the information there's there's gonna be an injury that's gonna mess up someone's draft i guarantee it well these things happen oh I don't know if I'm supposed to draft Nick Foles or Michael Vick in the first round. <laughs> uh, then you have bigger problems. Dude, I'm feeling a good Eagle season. And by good, I mean seven wins. Seven wins minimum, I think, this season. With what quarterback? I, don't, I think they'll juggle them. But I, I'm, I think the Eagles will win between seven and nine games. And I think they'll be competitive for the division. 
Oh, I don't. I don't know, man. Last I think, year, I think Chip Kelly's going to get him like three wins just by himself. We both felt so good about him last year. Well, yeah, but last year was the worst football season of our lives. So that's Plus, what's behind us. There's nothing we can assume about Chip Kelly at this point. <sighs> Is Riley Cooper going to be no, on the team? <laughs> fuck. He said Kid Kelly came out and said his roster spot is safe, but he's going to get the players murdered. don't want to play with him. Well, it's not forget his teammates. He's going to get murdered get in a game. Rushed. He's, he's going to be the first player to be premeditatively murdered on the field. Yeah, well, who was it? The Cowboys safety came out and said, "I think that like everyone's just going to be gunning for him. He will get destroyed. He will have no working joints at the end of the season." Yeah, and actually, I would have taken him in this draft. He's always produced decently well when he gets to play. No, he's going to start half the year. No, I, I know. I'm, I'm saying I think he would have been a decent fantasy play. I think he could have been a, a better than average number three wideout for a fantasy. Well, now, now it's going to have to be Jason Avon. I've always actually liked him too, but he me never, too. He has he, amazing hands. He, but no he one. never he never puts up any numbers. Like I don't like him. I shouldn't like him. I just do. He's very average in everything but his hands. He has great hands. He doesn't run good routes. He's not fast. Um, yeah, but he catches the ball, and I support that. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, uh, we, we should cut this off. I'm going to try to get this out tonight, um, but I might not. Okay, good luck with that. <laughs> thanks. All right, thanks for coming on, Anton. This Pleasure first, as always. First podcast of the year. We'll have you on many times later. You can be more drunk. I definitely will never be this sober again when I talk to you. I, I hope you wouldn't be. All right. Whether or not I'm on the podcast. Have a good night. You too, buddy. To See ya. Right. Bye. At your baby, but here's my number.